Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once again to the A and J podcast. I'm here joined by my lovely host, as usual, the wonderful, the incredible, the immaculate APY. <laughs> Somebody is trying to get some tonight. Hey, y'all. Hey. Um, so we're back, y'all. Sorry for the, the brief hiatus. We were supposed to do a TCF preview brief podcast, but... You know, life happens, as we always say on the A&J podcast, and we did not do that. That basically means y'all cannot rely on us to be stable creatures in terms of giving y'all regular content. But if you love us, you rock with us. You understand. That means I was tired. That's what that (laughs) means. It was a long week. That was the first week of back to school. Getting up at 5.30 in the morning, ripping and running, dropping kids off, and working and even the the first day of the TCF was crazy for me like I think I slept for four hours the night before got up at five got the kids got the boys all together dropped off went to work picked up the oldest son came home just ripped and ran some more to grab the youngest boy feed the oldest boy (laughs) (laughs) Get the scooter loaded in the van, clean out the van, because we have kids, and need I say more. Uh, he just ran right into the schedule. We didn't even tell y'all what CCF is. So if you're new here and you didn't, or you don't, or you haven't listened to the AJ podcast before, we mentioned last week, or at least on our last podcast, ago. that we were going to be attending the Curvy Fashionista Style Expo, um, hosted, curated by... The one and only Marie Denae, who is the original curvy fashionista here in Atlanta. Um, and it's a three-day expo. Well, really a two-day expo. And the 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 first day, z- zero, day zero, is like the kickoff events. But day zero. Um, it's one of the largest um, plus-size fashion and shopping events to occur um, on the East Coast. And I've been attending for the last... Three years. Um, I, I've been attending like it ain't both of us going. <laughs> well, I was We've getting ready to say attending. under the capacity of press. Let me finish my statement. It's just like you to cut me off. Um, but anyway, um, and each year has been different than the last and has come with different experiences. So we just want to recap for y'all what the weekend was like and... Um, so we can get into it. Jay mentioned loading a scooter in the car. So if y'all don't follow me at APY blog on Instagram or the blog www.apnblog.com, then y'all may not have known, but your girl got a sponsorship with the Scooter Round um, company, which um, provides mobility services where you can rent um, mobility equipment for whatever your needs and um as y'all know if you've been a listener here i have osteoarthritis and hypothyroidism which results in massive joint pain um and has impacted my mobility severely um so sometimes your girl needs needs a little extra to get around and in the event of something like the expo where it's um extensive walking um and a lot to cover um, and in a few hours, it just made sense for me to use a scooter and the scooter round company 
um, was kind enough to partner with me for the expo weekend. And that really um, made a big difference in my experience at the expo. So shout out to Scoot Around um, for believing in me <laughs> and also supporting me and my mobility needs. Yeah. It was a, it was kind of a cool scooter too. I mean, it. I'm not gonna lie, it it wasn't a, a joy lifting it up and putting it in the the van every um day, but and taking it out and putting it in or whatever. But it was cool. I I liked the look of it. I mean, it, if you've seen them, you you know what these things look like. It, it definitely looked like a little scooter, but it had some pep to it. I liked that. That um, she definitely was leaving me in the dust as we was. Uh, <laughs> Headed from the parking garage to the event. Um, it's exciting, y'all. Like, you have no idea, unless you have been in a position where you've, you know, unfortunately unfortunately have had your mobility impacted. Um, it can, you know, we take walking for granted. I know I certainly did. I said this when I did my scooter around review. Um, for all the years I was able to walk around and not have to give a second thought to how my body felt. Um, I missed... Being able to have the freedom to just get around and not be in pain. And so having that scooter really gave me the opportunity for that. And I really, I think I was having too much fun. It was like, oh man, I'm out. <laughs> like I'm driving and I'm looking beside me and I'm like, babe, you want me to slow down? And usually it's the other way around. So it was, it was nice. It was nice. Yeah, so that was cool. And I mean, it was, it was awesome that A was able to secure this, you know, um, just deal with Scoot around. Um, we did some some nice little videos for her stories and got some cool pictures. And I thought she I thought she looked really good. It even matched her outfit for the first night. So it um and nobody nobody at the event made it seem like it was anything out of the ordinary. You know what I mean? Like everybody was just like, oh hey, what's going on, girl? You look great on your scooter. <laughs> You Which is a like, weird thing, let me just say, for people to compliment the scooter, but um, I do think it's important for visibility when it comes to disability, and especially when you reside in a larger body. There's so much stigma, there's so many implications about um, fat people and their health when they see a person using a scooter and or a cane, and that was really one of my biggest hang-ups you know before I got my cane before I got you know started utilizing stuff like scooters because I was afraid of catching that backlash but I just had to reason on the fact that it's either my comfort <laughs> and my ability to get around versus people who don't know me in their opinion so obviously I went with the better choice which was my comfort um and I thought it was important for me to do this. And it was because the response from people who are who are disabled or who have disabilities um, reaching out to me to tell me that it, it made them feel good to see me in that scooter or to use my cane. Um, and now because of that, they feel inspired to do what they need to do for themselves. It let me know that like that visibility is key and it's important. And if I have to be the one to do it, and catch a little flack for it in the process. I'm okay. It's worth it to me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that was it. Was cool. Like I said, uh, it was nice to have wifey mobile and you know in good spirits throughout the whole event. Um, that lack of mobility definitely changed the the um, our interaction with the event. I think last year. Yeah. Um, so it was good. And even the first year that we went, even though. 
you were much more mobile at that time. Um, it's still, I still remember you, your complaints of pain and everything. Right. And there was really none of that this year. And you're probably, you know, three years later, not nearly as mobile as you were at that right. time. So that was good. Like, A got to see the whole event. Um, it was in a different venue, which probably was a little more conducive to um, being able to get around and see everything and engage in everything. But it was um, it was cool. So moving on, let's let's break down. We we loaded the scooter. We got the kids fed. We got on the road. I got dressed in the van. Yeah, you did, y'all. It was like, bow, chicka, bow, bow, in the no, car. Yeah. It was, it was kind of like <laughs> uh, a poor black man's version of Superman hopping in the, in the phone booth and hopping back out. More like an <coughs> obese poor black man. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, you're, you're my Superman, so I'll take it. But, um... <clears throat> Anyway, we get we get dressed. I get dressed in the car, gets fresh. We go in the event, and it, um, the first thing that that we were there for was the speed dating, the blogger speed dating. Yeah, so us. this year they did a brand to blogger speed dating event, which allowed. All right, so some of the stuff if y'all aren't bloggers is not going to make sense to you. So I will try to break it down for you as much as possible. Bloggers aka or slash digital influencers are like the wave of marketing right now um and this allows for brands to work directly with people who have a reach and an audience that they want to um market to and so through this influencer or this blogger they're able to access a new audience um under what we call collaborations or brand deals or partnerships. Um, so this allowed the brands and the bloggers, some of the brands who were vending this weekend at the expo to have face-to-face -face interactions with potential bloggers or influencers that they might want to work with. And it also allowed each of them to give insight from their perspectives um, and their positions on each side of the industry on how to work together better and um, increase partnerships and make them more conducive for everybody. So I thought that was really dope. That was a new addition to the expo that um, hadn't occurred before, um, which was great. And then following that, there was the VIP mixer, uh, which she holds every year. And that just allows, like, you know, all the fabulous influencers and bloggers and whoever bought a VIP ticket to party together, network, get together. And it's always like a reunion because a lot of us know each other. Um, you know, even if it's just on Instagram or via blogs or Facebook or whatever social media platform, um, when we go to these events, it's like a reunion because everybody gets to see each other. Now, some bloggers and influencers, you know, if they're from the same area, they typically work together and know each other and attend the same events locally. So, so it was like one big class reunion. And of course, I got to see a lot of my boot things and even meet some ones that I hadn't met before. Um, I'm not much of a party. I'm an old lady, y'all. So I slid out fairly early. So I'm sure I missed all of the fun stuff. The shenanigans. The shenanigans. But I'm okay with that. Um, I've accepted my plight in this life as being an 80-year-old woman trapped in a 34-year-old's body. And I'm cool with that. Yeah, so we definitely wasn't there for the sugar, honey, iced teas, yo. But it was... Uh, everybody always seems to have a good time. There's always a story... 
told the following day um, about what went on the night before, and it was, you know, we we cool being removed from that um, scene. For those who don't get out much or those who need that experience, it's a great thing, especially for the single ones. As a married couple, we <laughs> we really got a lot of um, need for that scene. And I hate to make it sound make us sound corny or something like that, but those those of y'all who are listening and are married, you understand what I'm talking about. Um, sometimes, like if you've gone out, all you need to do is head back home. It's like, all right, we did this for a couple hours. Yeah. We proved we we can still get out on the town line. Let's like, go home. Like I really just want to jump to, to bed, but naked, play a couple rounds of Candy Soda Crash Saga and. Rub my booty on back, you know what I mean? And snuggle up and go to sleep. So um, we did that. <laughs> like we 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 finished out the, the evening and this year she hosted it at the CNN Omni Hotel. So all events took place there and that was that's literally in like the heart of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, if y'all are familiar and if you're not, um, with the Ferris wheel and yep. Coca-Cola factory, all of that is in the in the area. And what's the other thing though? Um the Mercedes- needle. No, the neat, that that pencil eraser. Point. I don't know what that is. That's it's a Bank of America building. Uh, Remember when we went on the Ferris wheel? It said the yeah. it was. It, like that's one of the notable attractions. And um, yeah. so that's Atlanta. where we were in the area. The Mercedes Benz um, arena wasn't too far from there. Yeah, um, you can see it. And so it's the, probably like a five minute drive from where the event was hosted at. But, so. It was, Enough for people to get into if they wanted to, you know, if they were staying there. Because a lot of our influencers and bloggers do travel from out of town. Even some of the attendees who aren't bloggers and influencers, they attend from out of town. Like, it's a really big deal. Um, and a lot of people show up to support it. Yeah, and it was, um, this year was no different. You know, I mean, we saw the, the usual suspects and met some new ones and enjoyed, um, some people's first TCF with them, um, but it was I, I like the the appearance of the event overall. With it being in the hotel, it gave it a different feel, almost a more classier feel. It felt more intimate too. Yeah, it felt more intimate, and because um, previously I don't know if we mentioned y'all, um, it was held at the Cobb Galleria. Right. The last couple of years that I attended, um, and that's a huge venue, so it kind of like separates a lot of the activities from one another so like last year the Bay Expo Hall had the main stage and all the vendors but then like when it was time to go to panels it was a a bit of walking um and for me that made it really hard which is why I had such difficulties um getting around the expo last year and um this year it was a lot more like I said, intimate. So the vendors and main stage are still in the same spot. You know, the VIP room though was like right around the corner. It wasn't yeah. like a crazy behind walk or anything like that. Um, Everything was a lot more clustered together. Right. Like, and I don't mean that in a negative way either. Like the hall, the size of the hall. I would you? Would, did that feel smaller to you? Did that? Did the size? Of it that? was definitely smaller than. The gallery, uh, the car gallery, it really was, but not so small that it bothered me because a it made it easier. For, now she did have a door open. I don't know if you realize yeah, into another room for other that, vendors because there was room, thirty vendors total. So that area that was like the beauty um, 
spa area mm-hmm. or whatever. That was actually where they had done the um, speed dating Friday night. Okay. That's what that space was. So when I went out there to see what was going on, they were um, they was giving people edge treatments and uh, they had some had had a company. I forget the name of that company. You Glow might remember Beauty. it. Yeah, I think it was Glow Beauty. They was like they had drops that will help your hair grow and all types of stuff. They was giving people little treatments out there. Yeah, so they did do like a beauty, um, like a a beauty center area this year. And there had been one, I think the year before last. Um, And, you know, for women to come, or men, to come get pampered, um, which I thought was really dope to give people that option. Because what's better than having a shopping experience that includes a little pampering? I like the fact that they did something for men because we never hear about those type of things really being catered to men. I mean, I'm not saying they don't exist, but I thought it was cool that um, they yeah, had some type of treatment for, for men. men. Like, it, I don't know how many fellas is really going to the spa to get pampered. I'm sure there is a segment of the male community, especially the male plus size community, who wants to do that. But um, this was, I thought that was, you know, anytime that they can engage the men in some form or fashion, I appreciate it. Because a lot of these events, the majority of these events, the majority of the weekend, they all tend to be very women focused, which isn't a it bad is. thing. But you know, they have been over the last couple of years been striving to be inclusive of the uh, male community. I yeah. know, and even when we did like lifestyle honors, the same thing. They include, yeah. um, like the Biggins Hall be- fashion shows. And I will say, I f- it feels like the male plus size community, but male fashion in general is still like years behind the speed of women's fashion. you know what I mean it for especially being a um, plus size guy I remember because I've been almost the same size for most of my life like probably since I was like 13 or 14 I've gained weight in probably like the last five years but prior to that I was like the same size from 13 to like you know 34 or something 33 or something like that um but I remember looking at the men, the the big and tall male fashion and you know the Sears catalogs. I used to order those catalogs or pick them up when I went to the store. But it would be like Sears and um, J.C. Penney's and Casual Mail and Casual Mail especially. They used to be good for like the grandpa rib <laughs> shirts that had like the the tri-colored tops. It'd be like one one blue bar in the middle and white at the top and white at the bottom and that rib that looked like you need to have a pair of khakis and some jogging sneakers on with Ooh, them. <laughs> like with a with a pair of suspenders on, over your undershirt underneath Good the Lord. top shirt. Like it, it, it reminded me so much of my uncle who like fought in World War One. Alright, so I'm just just leave it at that. <laughs> you know well, it's I mean? definitely not the fashion that we got at the expo. But like, I like the fact that now not only have things progressed so much further beyond that, like the male fashion is more fashionable, but is also um, we're getting more of it. You know, like so, like a couple years ago, I remember the same issue. It felt like when we would go shopping for A's clothes. We could only go to like Lane Bryant, um, Ashley Stewart, 
or the Avenue. Like those was like the three stores or Catherine's if we wanted to get some grandma looking stuff. <laughs> or <laughs> or pantyhose. They, do, they right. do carry like five dollar pantyhose, you So like that was it, those was like the only options. And then it was like we found out about Torrid and we found out about um Rub dolls. Rub dolls. Um, but there was, it's, it's a but some of that, a lot of that stuff was has been recent, like since we came to Atlanta, like before that. But you were doing Torrid and some Forever Twenty One stuff. Yeah, know. I was also smaller. So before I moved down here, I had lost a gang of weight. We now know that was health related, but um, so I was my accessibility to plus size clothes was kind of in the perfect spot because I was like a three X, and during. That during that time frame between like 2011 and 2014 like stores started carrying a lot of 3x which equates to about a size 24 so i was having a field day like i was able to shop like the online boutiques really easily and like he said like forever 21 tour all that stuff like oh, it yeah. was even walmart or target like i was able to go in the store and get stuff out of there well, shout out to glamazon fashions who yeah she's an og boutique owner and she's one of the first that i ever shopped with and don't worry girl when i lose some weight i'm coming back to you um and she's a boutique owner located in Philly. So y'all check her out at Glamazon Fashions too. Somebody hacked her page at about thirty thousand a few months back. So this is her second page. So you guys make sure if you if you are interested to support that. Um, but post us moving to Georgia, I got I gained a lot of weight, like a crap load of weight. Um, it's something in the air. It's, it's something in the air, but it's, it's like also my health went to hell like after moving down here. It was like lost the baby, gained a bunch of weight, got pregnant, lost some weight, gained some more weight, found out about my fiber. It's just been a crazy roller coaster ride. And with that, it made my shopping experience revert back to what it was like prior to my weight loss so my blogging is actually what got me into resourcing um brands that you know service extended sizes and what i do like about the expo is they try to be inclusive of those brands too right because like last year rev dolls was there and that's a brand that i shop um and that was the point that i was trying to make too um that the tcf is the first event and probably the only one that consistently caters to men in some form or fashion and they've continued to grow their options for men um i remember the first year we went it was like big man culture excuse me it was um big boy bamboo and mvp was new at that time so and uh, i think they had the guy from chubster there i'm sorry i don't know his name but i do check chubster out from time to time to read their different articles and stuff um so they they were giving us that and i think they did a the winston box too it was the winston the winston box might have been last year um i can't remember i think they they might have had the winston box there that first year so i thought that was dope like they have all of those options there for men, even though there were far, it was probably like five times as many for the women, but just to have anything there. I mean, Big Man Culture does the, the custom-made suits, which I, which I love, even though he has some stuff that was like on the rack there. Like it was, you know, he let me know, like he does everything custom, which when you, when you get to a certain size or you're a man with unique proportions like myself, like, I have a little neck, really long arms. I'm all stomach. You know what I mean. I he has need very little legs, y'all. <laughs> I need um, 
I need custom stuff, you know. So shout out to um, Blank Label also. That's a, a custom shirt uh, company that I found on Instagram at that that has an office here in Atlanta. It's a dope service. Um, I'm, I'm all for the custom menswear, especially because um, I wear a lot of suits. You know, I wear suits at least twice a week, so I, I like to look nice in my suits. I like to have nice shirts. I like to have stuff that fits properly. You know, it's kind of hard shopping off the rack and making stuff work. So, um, but I digress. Shout out to the TCF for thinking about us men time and time again. And, um, where were we? We were talking about... We sliding in day two. Day two? So Well, we day finish? one. So, Friday was day zero. So, day one of the expo, we kicked off with um, the blogger brunch, which I was really excited. She brought it back. Oh, yeah. um, my first year when I attended, she had the blogger brunch. Last year, she didn't. Um, so, she brought it back. And this year, she had the um, Project Runway alumni present... Um, from different seasons, but what made this um, particularly special is that these were three women who basically represented for the plus size, plus size side of the industry. If you guys know anything about mainstream fashion or anything about television or Project Runway, you know, like plus size bodies are not celebrated. So we had Ashley Nell Tepton, who was um, actually one of the designer winners. I can't remember which season she actually won. Um, we had Lyris Cross, who was like an OG plus model. When I'm talking OG, y'all, she was in people's music videos back in the day. She was in Jay-Z's and music video. Like, she's been around for a long was time. She Jay-Z's music video? Yeah, she, What's if you go to her page, um, I, I don't know, I didn't know that. Um, her, him and Pharrell. If you go look at her page, she recently put out a Let Me Remind Y'all Who I Am video. Shout out to Lyris Cross. And she has sustained herself in this business for a long time from being a video um, vixen to being, uh, I mean, a classy video vixen, by the way, but also to being like an Ashley Stewart model, runway model, print model. Um, and she's 40 and she looks great and her body looks wonderful. But she was also on Project Runway. Um, and she, alongside Ashley Nell Tipton, was Kenya Freeman, who owns um, the Sylvia Molly, um, or Curved by Sylvia Molly clothing line. She was um, a plus designer on the show as well. She did not win, but she was a finalist. And the three of them gave a lot of insight into the fashion industry, the power that we have as bloggers and influencers to change the game up, um, just the trials that they went through behind the scenes because what you see on TV is carefully curated and edited clips. They were in there dropping the tea and the facts and snatching edges and giving life and um, it was really dope. It was really innovative and they were really um, inspirational in what they had to say. So I really, really enjoyed the brunch um, that morning and then after that wrapped, um, we headed into the, the main hall for the expo and of course... You know, we got to see the vendors, got to browse around a bit, obviously, you know, connect with some people that I hadn't seen. And what was on the first day? We had fashion shows, right? Oh, yeah. We had fashion shows. Um, let's think about it. So the first day we did the brunch, we went to, after the brunch was over, they actually were opening the doors, even though the vendors were already there and set up and stuff. Um, was there a panel? It wasn't no panel. There the was first a panel. Day. It was, um, I 
just had to skip It was an old panel. It was a panel the first day. It has that been. Okay, so I know for sure Fashions and Figure did their fashion show on Saturday. Hey, the thing is right here, too. We um, just had that. It's right there behind there. Fashion to Figure did their fashion show, and then there was a cosplay fashion show, the first plus-size cosplay fashion show that I'd ever seen, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. If you guys don't know what cosplay is, that is when people um, are into role-playing and costume-making, um, usually mostly for like um, TV shows and anime and comics and stuff like that. But the plus representation for cosplay is so minimal. So last year they actually did a cosplay panel. So this year they did the fashion show. Which I thought was cool that Marie was giving a platform to something like cosplay. Because it's not something that you see a lot. And also what is cool is that a lot of those... A lot of the people that participated in the cosplay are big and tall people. You know, um, a lot of times we tend to think of these people as nerds or geeks or whatever. Um, which is, is unfair because they're people just like everybody else. But a lot of these people are big and tall folks, you know what I mean? They're they're awkwardly shaped people who, like, I remember the first woman who went up there, she was like, she had designed her outfit herself from oh, stuff she, she found made, at, um, no, so the babe, like, garages or whatever. One of the sales, first women to walk, sales. she did a Bowser costume. I don't know if you guys are in Super Mario. I am, judge your mom. Um, but I had actually gotten to see her on um, Instagram under the TCF Style Expo hashtag prior to the show. So she did a step-by-step -step of how she made her costume, and I followed that. It was so dope. So it was really dope to see it live and come down the runway. Yeah, and she, um, that wasn't the woman I was referring to. This was, um, I think it was a Caucasian woman. Um, but she was saying how, like, she made her outfit. I think it was, like, uh, Ursula oh, thing or whatever. Right. But she had shells over her um, breast, and she was like, you know, I had to make this myself. I can't go buy a costume that fit that right. covers these up. So I found these. I made this top myself, you know. And it's a lot of creativity, ingenuity, blood, sweat, and tears. And you know, a lot of that stuff that is held together with tape, hope, and prayer. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. So. That was definitely um, an interesting addition to the TCF. And then um, MVP, the Movon collection, um, that came down the runway. I'm going to state an unpopular opinion here. Y'all can fight me later. But I'm, I, like, I don't love MVP's clothing. Now, my husband walked in his show last year. Um, I don't know. Like, it just feels very dated. Like, like somebody's dirty uncle would be wearing these clothing items. I don't know. Like, I need his creative team to do better. Um, I was really underwhelmed by what came down the runway. But maybe because I'm not a man and that's not my thing. But, um, like, there was nothing that came down the runway that I was like, oh, yes, I want to see Bay in this. I just felt like this is very... This is very stereotypical, like, fat guy clothing. I, give well, me something different. I'm not going to say that it's very stereotypical fat guy clothing, but what I am going to say is it is his options tend to be a little more vanilla. Um, for the most part, I mean, once you get away from, like, the snakeskin Which I'm tired of. Retire that, please. And the tie-dye. 
um, looks like. Everything else is kind of just, you know, velour sweatsuits and, you know, skinny jeans and tees and stuff like Like, it's nothing... It's that's kind of like the fat guy uniform in 2019, honestly. Well, it's not that it's a problem with it, with those things. It's the fact that they're not doing anything that is standing out. Like, right. Because you can go find other plus-size male clothing that does that, that does the same thing, and the price points are better. Um no disrespect to Move On and Frank Thomas and the guys who wear that stuff. Like, I think it's great that the more plus size male brands that we can have, I'm all for it. I even like some of the pieces that Mo has. It's just that I don't like a lot of them. I wouldn't wear those velour sweatsuits. I wouldn't wear those male rompers that he has. <laughs> um, and they're like, and they're like full length rompers. They're not like the you know, like the the short shorts that ride up your. I, even though I think he might have one, because I think Rod wore one of them. One I don't. Time. Well, you mean last year? Yeah, like at one one year he, they did have something like that. But you know, I do like his shorts. I will say MVP is one of the only lines that I could find when I was looking for red jeans. Um, in big and tall sizes, they were the only brand that I could find that had red jeans. I, I wanted to get a pair of them. It just was too close to the event to order them. Um, but I like what they're doing. I would love to, you know, participate in a panel or something and give some insight into what I think male fashion should be in terms of that. But um, no disrespect to them. You know, what I mean, they—they're trying to get all their, the disrespect. So, no, I'm just they're kidding. trying to get their foot in. You know what I mean? It's, they're still new. They're—they're they're working on figuring their their real vibe out. So, you know, what I mean, keep at it. Keep up the good work. You know, what I mean, it's only up from here. Um, but yeah, so they actually had an MVP fashion show the first day, even though the schedule we have right now doesn't reference that. Yeah. Um, there, I know there was some things that got adjusted, um, but there was the fashion, the figure fashion show. That was what, the, what that was the up. first thing yeah. that we got some video footage of that. It's actually um, on the blog, y'all. So for anybody who's interested to see the footage, I did post a couple of videos in my recap article on the blog. So if you know, I already dropped it, but www.apyoungblog.com. Also, um, if you follow me on IG, I've dropped links. Um, in my bio and all that jazz if you're looking to see the recap. But um, So the first day was... I liked it because it wasn't too much and I didn't feel overwhelmed. Which sometimes when... In the past there would be a lot of different things going on and it was hard to try to catch everything. She really timed this stuff really well and gave us just enough so that... You know, you really had the time to enjoy the shopping and the networking. Um... And I just thought the, the first day flowed really nicely. Um, and I was complete. Like, I felt complete once the day wrapped for us and we headed home now. I was still tired. You know, I'm, I'm still me. You know, I'm still tired. But um, we rested up and we came back for day two, which was on Sunday. Um, and that kicked off with... Um, coffee and conversation with Tasha Cobb. That was also a VIP event. Um, so you either had to be a media press badge holder or a VIP ticket holder to attend that. 
But We're a vendor. Um, if you guys, what'd you say? We're a vendor. Oh yeah, if you guys aren't familiar, Tasha Cab Leonard is a renowned gospel artist, also owner of two businesses, um, Fritz Eyewear um, and Curve Athletics. Um, which is athleisure wear, um, and she's um, broken all these records as her introduction stated. So she really, um, you know, was giving some insight into what she does, how she motivates herself, how she operates as a mother, wife, entrepreneur, um, and for a lot of people who were present, um, it was like affirmation for them to keep, you know, going on their path or you know basically saying that you can achieve the things you want to without having to compromise you know yourself your beliefs or you know sacrificing your family and your time so i thought that was really motivating for a lot of us who were present um and so after that the expo doors opened at noon um and what kicked off shortly after that was the level up panel and that featured um, who was on the level up panel? Oh, so that was moderated by Shana of Thicker Closet, and um, that was Lyris Cross. She returned as a speaker, um, and um, and Carla Toby, um, also known as Princess Bella. She's a beauty influencer, um, and they basically just spoke to how to maximize your social media reach, um, as they both. I obviously have presence on the internet. That's how, um, well, not Lyris, really. Lyris has been <laughs> influencing before all of social media, but she has basically transitioned seamlessly into this era of social media platform. Um, so she was kicking a lot of knowledge. Um, so if you guys aren't familiar, Carla Toby, um, I'm not like a super fan of them, just be honest. Um, I'm a blogger. I actually wrote about, and it's not any shade or anything like that. Like, I'm a, I'm a beauty enthusiast heavy. Um, I checked out some of her work. There was a scandal recently where she, um, like, got caught for, like, photoshopping something. And her response was just really nasty, and I didn't like it. I did cover the topic on my blog because I'm in, I'm like, I got one toe in the beauty community. Um... And really, it was less about her and more speaking to the values of the beauty community, as you guess you can say. Um, but I did not get an opportunity to meet her. Um, but I also wasn't in a rush, too, to be honest. And that's okay. Um, so I did enjoy the panel. I think they both did a great job speaking to, um, you know, what they believe are things to be successful for. Um, in, in terms of getting contracts, knowing your worth. Um, getting a publicist if you need one, getting PR people, get, having an attorney, knowing how to protect your assets. They were really, because as influencers and bloggers, when you're at a certain level, you don't really think about those things because it's not like brand doesn't just falling out the wazoo. But once you start reaching a certain, certain status, it is important to know those things and know how to move in the correct direction to keep yourself sustained. So I did really appreciate both of them for dropping their gems on their experience with that. Yeah, and shout out to Lyris because I, I feel like she dropped a lot of gems um, every opportunity she had to, honestly. I mean, the blogger brunch was dope. Um, one, because I got to actually eat at the blogger brunch <laughs> this time. Um, we got there early and the nigga was hungry, and I'm just going to say that. And um, shout out to 
I don't remember her name right now, but she's a lovely young lady who gave me some extra bacon. So <laughs> that was what's up. But, um, <laughs> that was um, Kay Coleman. Uh, I, and her Instagram is I am Kay Coleman. Uh, oh, who are, you talking about the young lady who was sitting next to Lisa? Is Lisa was the one that was sitting next to me, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. So quick story. Kay Coleman is an awesome woman. And I love her and Lisa because they call themselves fraudulent bloggers because they both own blogs, but they don't blog. Um, and I had the pleasure of meeting them my first year attending TCF, and they were sweet, supportive, and have been rocking with me ever since 2017. And every time I see them, it's laughter, fun, but they both also offer a lot of insight. And what I love about Kay is she works behind the scenes a lot, um, not just in the plus industry, but just with helping people develop their brands and things like that. So she's like a wealth of knowledge. So shout out to her. Um, she could be my brunch mate any day. Um, both of them. They were fun to be around. <laughs> like both of them were awesome. Um, um, they they just kept it interesting. They had they had good commentary, but um. So check them out at I am K Coleman and um, unapologetically Lisa. And unapologetically Lisa is actually the owner. Of a school here in Atlanta. I can't remember the name of that, but I think what she does is dope and awesome, honestly. Yeah. She had that um that dope black jacket on. Kind of gave me a little Michael Jackson. Um, yeah, man. She was Billie shutting it down Jean at the vibe. VIP mixer. She came in. She was just stunting on folks. She wasn't even trying. Like She just came in with a little razzle-dazzle. And I was like, dang, yo. Like, yeah. I feel so underdressed. But she made that work. She got several compliments <clears throat> on that jacket in the first couple minutes of her arrival, so... I thought that was dope. So um, after but, we rolled out of the level up panel, um, there was an Azazi and Ella and Oak bridal um, runway show. And Azazi is a separate brand than Ella and Oak, but they partnered for this particular bridal show. I did not see that. I'll be honest. Um, I'm married already. I don't want to look at wedding dresses like. Oh well, no, don't make the, it sound like that because no, that sounds shady. Well, you, no, not not even trying to be shady, but like it like I had left to use the ladies' room and stuff and like then got distracted talking to people and Well yeah, that's what I'm You know I what I mean? Say, like so it. by the time the show rolled around But I'm on well, my like I was impressed to see a bridal show. I'm just being honest because But you, but you I, also was talking to um Peaches, pears, and what, what's the other? Yeah, but that wasn't... Was that during? Yeah, okay. it was. Um, but yeah, I missed it, and I'm not mad about it. I just, you know, I did get to see their bridal gowns, though, because they were vending. So that's where I was going with that. Like, although I missed the show, I did get to see what they had available. And they're beautiful gowns. Um, shout out to Ella and Oak. Um, I, I wish that, you know... I knew they existed. I don't even know if they did exist back when I got married, but I am happy that as plus women we're getting alternatives and that David's bridal is not the only place we can go. Like now we're getting options and I love that. And I'm nothing like nobody was like I don't think anybody was like crazy about the um the wedding gowns. At the event this year, because it didn't seem, I don't think it might have been like one person who said they was like getting married or had recently been married or whatever. Like, because I remember Big Ray being like, So, if any of y'all are getting married, <laughs> like, and it was like, I'm crickets. like, listen, y'all know where you're at. It's Atlanta. You're going to get a lot of crickets and a lot of yeah. dry, dry responses. I'm sorry um, for a drawing down here. But um, my husband did mention apples, peaches, and pears. 
Um, they are an Atlanta boutique. They are a Miami transplant. Um, and it's owned by a young woman named Misha. And I will be actually highlighting her under the curvy spotlight on my blog coming really soon. Um, we, I interviewed her. And um, meeting her was really an emotional thing for me um, because I did not know she followed me. We got to have conversation about um, disability and plus visibility. And when I have those moments with people and they share their stories, it's so personal and it really does mean the world to me. And it makes those connections feel so much more valid. Like, okay, so what I'm doing does have a purpose. Um, but she was kind enough to gift me with some items from her store. And one of those items is a body con dress. And if y'all follow me, you know I'm like, anything that outlines a fupa, I'm not here for it. But I took on the challenge. I tried it on. I did a whole little video. It's on YouTube. You guys can check that out. Um, and But make sure you check her out because she services up to a 6X. She is size inclusive from a size small all the way up to a 6X. And she's got some hot fire, y'all. She's got some cute stuff and accessories and shoes. Um, so her website is literally applespeachespears.com. It's the easiest thing to remember because it's the shapes of fruits of how women's bodies are sometimes shaped. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And while while A was over there, I got to meet some of the gentlemen from um, Fat Boys Are Cute. I followed them already on Instagram. I like their t-shirt line. I think that's a dope slogan, Fat Boys Are Cute. Um, because we are, and we should represent. Oh, no, are you? Well, I am. I can't speak for everybody. But um, <clears throat> I like their t-shirts. They had a dope hoodie that was like being debuted at the um, TCF or that was like TCF exclusive for right now it's not available online but um, it was it was I can't remember what it said exactly there was something like my body versus everybody or something like that my body image versus everybody but um, I thought it was dope um, the shirt that I really wanted was a black t-shirt that it had like red, yellow, and blue lettering, um, and it kind of had like that varsity letter style. I thought that was dope. I wanted that shirt. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have the funds to do any shopping <laughs> at this TCF. Typically, there's never anything I want to buy. I did want to support them, but unfortunately, I just didn't have the finances to do it. We had just paid our rent, and that was in between pay periods, so. It wasn't going to happen this weekend. <laughs> but um, I do intend to support those brothers. I encourage anybody who is interested in a t-shirt that says Fat Boys Are Cute, go get it. Um, that includes you as well, ladies, because there are females modeling those shirts on their site. Um, I think they do t-shirts. And I, I want to say I even seen one guy in like a t-shirt and a shorts set. Um but yeah, I look forward to supporting them. I hope they continue to come up with new catchy slogans for the t-shirts and have more options for us just to be another brand to represent for us plus size guys. Um, so that was cool. And shout out to, I, I forgot her name. I, all I can remember is Peaches and Pears from her name. Apples, Peaches, and Pears. Apples, Peaches, and Pears. Okay. So I liked some t-shirts he had too. They were Marilyn Monroe t-shirts, but they had like a bandana 
on them and different looks and stuff like that. I wanted to get one of them. She was selling them. I don't think those are her t-shirts specifically, but her boutique sells them. Um, I just wanted them to be a little bit bigger. They stop at the 3X. So I definitely wear a 4 or 5X. Um, depending on how the shirt is cut and, you know, what type of material it is. Yeah, don't mind me so, mentioning the background. So I didn't, um, I didn't get to get one of those shirts either. Again, finances. But, um, I like those. If y'all like those, go support her. I know the Marilyn Monroe thing has been around for a minute. And, um, but anyway, you know, that was, that was one of the things I liked. Um, and we got to see after the, the wedding, uh, fashion, the wedding based fashion show, we, we were making our rounds to different vendors at that time. Um, there was another panel and it was the, um, <clears throat> finding your own style panel. And that featured Jay Bolin, the stylist. He's a celebrity stylist. Ashley Tipton and Nikki Gilbert or Nikki Gilbert Daniels. I don't know what she goes by, but, um, they did a panel basically on how to define your style. Um, I didn't catch all of that, but I did catch some of it. Um, I was really excited for my boo designer L Dove because she stands for Jay Bolin and she got to meet him and she got to have a conversation with him. So that was also dope to watch. I love the fact that when these events happen and they bring in, you know, somewhat more famous people that they are available and they are accessible. Um, to their fans basically and allows for pictures and conversations and um, right before that I actually got to have a really dope conversation with Ashley Nell Tipton shout out to her for being so kind and so humble and so gracious and talking to me very openly about weight loss surgery which is something that I'm in the process of preparing for um, and she was very open and transparent on her platform about it and I just had to thank her for that because in the plus community, it's like really taboo to do weight loss surgery because the plus community right now is kind of divided into like fat acceptance, BOPO, or body positivity. Um, and there are some folk who are adamantly against um, the discussion of weight loss um, because it's triggering for many reasons for different people. So it makes for this push and pull, this tension between the plus community so when people step forward and they're honest about it it's really appreciated because for as many people who don't agree with it there's many of us who do so I love to see people be honest about how they're getting where they're going and how they've done it because it, it helps some of us who are going through similar things so um, after that panel there was the Brandon and Kyle fashion show I believe they swapped days with the MVP and um, then it was just more shopping. Um, shout out to Big and Purdy who makes custom made clutches. And also I ran into her display and knocked it down <laughs> by accident. Um, I had a little mishap with my scooter and something got stuck in the power level lever wouldn't come undone. And she was so humble and so gracious about it. Sweetest pie gave me a hug and I felt so bad because I'm like, I made it all three days without incident, and on the last day, right before I'm getting ready to leave, I crashed somebody's um, display booth, but we got it back up and running. Hubby assistant, her assistant was there, and she was still willing to do an interview with me on the spot, so I love her for that. 
Yeah, and it was pretty tame, all things considered. I mean, a couple legs on the table collapsed. Um, I saw somebody knock a whole station down. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, speakers got knocked over and everything. <laughs> it was a very delicate setup at times. Um, you just got to be mindful of your surroundings. And, again, this is a plus-size community event, so, you know, things happen. People bump stuff. We got wide hips. Well, I ain't got no hips. Let me stop lying. But a lot of wide hips, a lot of thick butts. Like, you know, a lot of swaying going on in the room. A lot of thickness in general. Mm-hmm. That's just the overall vibe of the weekend. But that is what I love about it is that you get to see great fashion on fat bodies or thick bodies or however you identify. And it's a beautiful thing because nobody is worried about... Does this look right on me? Like, people just showing up and showing out. And that is, I think, one of my favorite components of the expo. I'm not going to say nobody's thinking about that. Because I'm... This is my experience being around women. Well, I think that is misogyny. a concern. Go ahead. It's not misogyny. Mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think that's a realistic concern. I think all people in general. Let's not just limit it to women. Everybody cares about how they look and how good they look and their stuff and blah, blah, blah. So. But what I'm saying is when people show up at these types of events, they are showing up and showing out. Like there's, they're taking fashion risks. They're, you know, they're doing, yeah. the, they're doing the things that society tells you you're not capable of doing. I, I do. I will say this is um, all of these events. Lifestyle Honors, TCF, anywhere that we've been at that has been a plus-size community event, everybody has always um, been a little risque, a little edgy with the fashion. They're putting their best foot forward. They're, they're wearing their best clothes, you know what I mean? Putting their best foot forward. Um, you know, it don't matter if your ankles are swollen, if your feet is swollen, if you don't want to wear a bra with your outfit. You know, please, uh, you know, I encourage everybody to put their best foot forward. But whatever you're comfortable with, it's accepted. Like, it's one of the few places where you can go and be yourself and not be self-conscious because... Oh, this group of girls over here is talking about you, and this group of guys is looking at you this way. Like, this always clicks. You know, this always going to be clicks. There's always going to be, you know, little subsets that, that that separate themselves and feel better than the others. But this is the closest thing that I've ever gotten to, I've ever experienced, where everybody kind of is on the same page, it's on the same vibe, it's a lot of girl power in the air, you know, a lot of solidarity amongst the women. And even though there, it doesn't apply to everybody across the board, I think it is a very unified environment in how everybody comes to represent, you know. Um, everybody, Like I said, everybody puts their best foot forward. Some are dressed better than others. Some, it doesn't matter, though, you know what I mean? Because we love you for who you are and what you look like, and you know you represent for you. So I think it's I think it's dope. You get to see a lot of indie designers, a lot of people try and get their foot in the door. Um, shout out once again to L Dove, our homie Lorenzo James you. of L Dove by L Dove. Excuse me. Yes, we we love you. We love your brand. We want to 
Make sure you get your coins and keep promoting you. Big up to her. Big up to everybody who we got a chance to interact with. Um, I did like the the curves line. I thought that was dope to have. Uh, I'm, I don't feel comfortable using words like athleisure, but I do. <laughs> I did like her. I didn't like her clothes. Yeah. I thought it was. I also thought it was dope that the um, curvy fashionista actually was selling her workbook from the blogger mastermind. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that. So Friday morning was the blogger mastermind class, where she usually has a guest. Actually, she first launched it last year, and her guest was Shante Burkett of um, the curvy one or the curvy chic one. Let me stop lying. I don't know. Shante Burkett. But this year she had um, Carissa N. King of Fat Girl Flow um, as her guest speaker at the Blogger Mastermind. Um, where they really are trying to help bloggers, you know, maximize their um, marketing potential, running their brand and their business. I didn't get to attend the Blogger Mastermind, but I was able to buy the workbook. I actually started working out of it today. Um, it was pretty dope. So it's pretty dope. Like I've read, I've gone through it and it really is a workbook and it really is designed to make you think and give you tips. So shout out to Marie for that. Marie yeah. also dropped some sauce on this um, in regards to TCF and what's going to be happening. So this is the last like TCF style expo officially, especially one occurring in Atlanta because now it is transitioning into the, the TCF experience and she's going to be traveling across the country. Um, starting with next year in March, I think she's kicking off, they said LA, um, Dallas, and Chicago, and then wrapping up with a celebratory anniversary party for TCF, um, her digital platform, The Curry Fashionista, which will have been in business 12 years next year, um, wrapping it up back in Atlanta, so I'm really excited to see Marie do this, um, she's, the TCF Expo, Style Expo has been running concurrently for five years. And now it's it's birthed into something else. And I think that's amazing when you bring something to fruition and it evolves. That's a beautiful thing. So shout out to Marie. Um, I wish her all the best with that. Um, and also a big shout out to Marie. And I said it on my blog, but when I met her three years ago, it was my first time meeting her. My blog following was decent. My Instagram following wasn't all that huge, but her and her team took a chance on me to, you know, approve me for a press pass. And when I say she's been as supportive as she can be in various aspects of my blogging career, she really has, and I appreciate it. So I definitely can't wait to see her do all the things that she's trying to do yeah, and, we, and be well with it. We love Marie. She's um, she's dope to be as big as she is in this community and still be down to earth. She still makes her rounds and speaks to everybody just like she did it the first, the first year that we attended. Um, you know, um, we spoke at the, the, when we went to the mixer, um, last year, you know, she gave me and my cousin hugs. Like, I don't know if she knew who I was from a campaign. I still, even this year, I'm like, I don't even know if she knows who I am. You know what I mean? And come to find out, she was asking why I wasn't, um, I didn't participate in the modeling events or whatever. Come to find out from, from AP, I, I didn't even try this year, y'all. Not, not that I tried last <laughs> I did try last year, but you know, um, if you know me and if you've heard any of my comments on this podcast, I'm, I'm not really looking for the spotlight. Um, I think I deserve to, uh, to be 
a male model as much as anybody else does, but I don't mind letting somebody else get that shine. You, the guys who do it, they seem to really be far more passionate about it than I am. And that doesn't mean I'm not willing to participate again. It's just like this year I fell back. I didn't really, I wasn't looking for it last year and it was just kind of presented to me. I thought it was dope. Um, maybe the next time the opportunity presents itself, I might actually throw my hat in the ring and see what happens. But And so then you model for me. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> well, I think, um, I think we've done a good job summing up this year's TCF Expo. As usual, we enjoyed ourselves. Um, it was great to have A, be more involved. Um, it was great to see the fashion shows. Um, we, we want to see the men continue to push the envelope. Um, the ladies' fashion is always great. The models always did a great job. And I didn't even get to talk about <clears throat> how, excuse me, y'all. I, I took a, um, a breather because we, the last day that we were there, we spent a lot of time walking around, standing up on our feet and stuff like that. Well, me specifically, because they yeah. had the, the ill scooter. But um, I took a breather. I went to go sit out in the lobby at one point. And the women were doing an excellent um, bridal fashion shoot. Um, they all looked incredible in their wedding gowns and stuff. I thought that was really a good look. Um, so shout out to them. Shout out to, what is it, Ellen and Oak? Is that what it was? You know. Ella, Ella and Oak. Yeah. Shout out to the, the bridal fashion companies, you know. Thanks for being inclusive and trying to represent for these plus size bodies. I think y'all fashion great, even though we won't be buying any wedding gowns or tuxedos, you know. Hopefully the next friend that gets married will support you guys. Um, but yeah, it was a great event. Um, I thought it was dope they had iced coffees there. They, I didn't get no iced coffee at any of the previous events, you know what I mean. Um, we didn't get to hit the VIP lounge either. The one time we did try to go in there, they were doing an interview. So we, we was a little, we, we did miss out on some of that experience. But overall, it was a great expo this year. We, we're, I'm glad that we got to participate in what is probably the last um, TCF style expo. And um, we look forward to Marie's success in the TCF style experience. And hopefully we'll be able to cover some of them. We might even, who knows, we might even make it out to Chicago, y'all. It would be kind of nice to kick yeah. it in the Windy City next year. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe Dallas. Dallas is nice, too. I've been to Dallas before. It's, I've been to neither of those places, so it would be dope to nice do one of those. Nice weather out there. You know what I mean? We could go, we could, we could probably drive to Dallas, for real, for real. I mean, really? not that I want to, but um, it's just... Just putting out there, we ain't driving to Chicago, even though I know people from Chicago who do. We are not doing that. Um, Y'all got it. More power to you. But um, yeah, I think we're about ready to wrap this up. Um, once again, y'all, it's a pleasure. Thank you for listening to us. You could have been anywhere, but you took a moment to enjoy us on your ride to work or to get groceries or to pick up your kids or whatever you're doing. So thank you. Continue to tune in as we continue to deliver y'all content. Uh, once again, I am Jay, a.k.a. Big Talk Jay, a.k.a. Just Jared. Um, Daddy. <laughs> 
No, I don't, I don't, I don't really care for that term. That's, that's that matters. I'm going to call you. Don't care. Yeah, Thank you me. guys so much for yeah. joining us. And of course, you can catch me at APY Blog or APY Beauty LLC, www.apyblog.com. And of course, I'm having a $10 off your order sale. Mm. on www.apnbeauty.com so you might want to catch that sale because by the end of August the bundle is going to be gone so you guys might want to grab that while you can mm. um, but of course I got newer things coming and I, I'm excited to be growing and expanding so stay tuned for that tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in to the AJ podcast and we will catch you guys next week uh, yeah next week y'all peace love and happiness and hair grease thank you <laughs>